It's the flu season, and the flu kicked my ass. I spent two days in bed, which is okay, not too bad, but my voice hasn't recovered fully yet. I didn't want to delay this episode, though, so I recorded it sounding like this. My wife always listens to the episode before I release it as a, as a check, and she was like, Ah, that's so cute. You're all hoarse and fluish. And I was like, yeah, no, it's not. But I hope you still enjoy this episode. Second thing I wanted to say before we get started. Thank you so much to everyone who has supported me financially over the last weeks and months. You know, there are only two apps that are allowed to make a sound on my phone. And those are the apps reporting that someone bought me a coffee. So I get this loud bleep and I just smile and check who sent me a coffee or support. It really gives me such a boost every single time, even when I have the flu. You know, I just want to keep going and I want to keep doing this. And I can because of your support. So, thank you. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 39. Why does every store have a coffee corner all of a sudden? Lucille asked. It's not a coffee corner. It's a chocolate corner, Hannah said, smiling at the young girl behind the counter. Okay, but why is it in our store? Because that's what people want these days. Hannah draped her coat over the back of a chair. People can buy anything they want online. They want to experience things when they go out. Lucille took another look around the brand new chocolate corner of the New York City Le Roi store. At least it's nicely decorated. Hannah grinned. The European theme always works. Lucille pursed her lips. Hate it that much? Hannah asked. No, honey, it's fine. I'm happy you are doing new things. That's what the next generation is supposed to do, after all. Thanks, Hannah beamed. This is a tryout. If it goes well, we'll roll out chocolate corners in every flagship store. Lucille nodded pensively. So, things are going well? Yes. Hannah shuffled in her seat. Although I have been a bit distracted lately, she admitted. Lucille met her gaze. How so? After the thing with the chocolate fountain. I kinda lost it, 
Hannah said quietly. Her mother nodded slowly. It made Hannah uncomfortable, but she had to get this off her chest. When I got back to work, I just wasn't the same. I guess I wasn't as committed. Because of Mildred? Lucille asked. (laughs) Hannah chuckled nervously. You don't miss much, do you? Lucille smiled. I am your mother. Mothers notice these kind of things. I'm sorry, Mom. Why do you say that? I'm sorry I let you down. Honey, you haven't. I have. I let everyone down. You're still growing into your new role. Maybe. But I bet you never messed up like that. Oh, but I have. I most definitely have. Lucille fidgeted with one of her golden bracelets. Hannah studied her mother's face. Lucille's brow was knitted together, making the many lines that had formed over the years stand out even more than usual. After your father died, I was absent for a long time. Hannah reached for her mother's hand. Mom, that's not the same. Lucille covered Hannah's hand with her own. It is, honey. See, I came back after a while and sorted things out. Picked up my life. Lucille squeezed Hannah's hand. You didn't come back, though. Hannah shut her eyes. All you did was work. Apart from the business, you didn't seem to care about a thing, Lucille said softly. Hannah clenched her jaw. You kept everything and everyone at a distance, Lucille continued. Okay, you've made your point, Hannah croaked. She wasn't sure how much longer she could keep the tears at bay. You know, it's true. You had so many friends when you were younger. Now it's just you and that cat. Hannah narrowed her eyes. Mom, seriously, I get what you mean, okay? And it's Charles, not that cat. Lucille raised her hands. All right. She sat back and sighed. Hannah took in a deep breath to recompose herself. I do care about something or someone now, she said. Lucille smiled. I know. Hannah ran a hand through her hair. I know I need to keep it together. For myself and the business. And for Millie. Hannah glanced at her phone on the table. She hadn't heard from Millie all day. She knew her own behavior was probably to blame for that. What is it? Lucille asked. 
Hannah blushed. I had a fight with Millie last night. I almost told her about Christine, but then I just... She shrugged, did what I always do, put up a wall. Lucille thought for a second. Then you need to talk to Millie. She tapped the menu on the table. But let's have one of those hot chocolates first. Hannah smiled warmly. She handed her mother the card. Lucille studied the list of chocolate specialties, shaking her head. The luscious Lucille? She suddenly squeaked after a few seconds. <laughs> Hannah laughed. Yes, the best hot chocolate in town. Dedicated to you. Lucille put down the menu and gave Hannah a severe stare. You are too hard on your old mother. Hannah wiggled her eyebrows. Hey, you wanted me back, remember? This is a classic Hannah move. Lucille rolled her eyes. But Hannah could see she was amused, flattered even. So, just coffee? Hannah asked. Lucille snorted. I thought we didn't sell coffee. Of course we do. Gotta have coffee, Hannah said and got up. A latte, please. Coming right up, Hannah said with a big smile. Hannah knocked on Millie's door, trying to balance the two pizza boxes in her arms. She hoped Millie liked pizza. Bringing dinner had been a spur-of-the-moment idea. She had stopped by her favorite place on the way over. Hannah was about to knock on the door again when she heard the lock being turned. She held up the pizzas ready to surprise Millie with her peace offering. The door opened, and a wary-looking Millie met her gaze. Hannah's courage plummeted, but she stood her ground. I come in peace, she joked softly. For a second, she thought Millie would just close the door again. She hadn't replied to a single text message and hadn't answered her phone all day. Showing up here had been a gamble. But Millie stepped back and gestured for Hannah to come in. Hannah noticed she was looking very pale. Are you okay? She asked. Millie shrugged. I'm fine now. I was feeling a bit sick earlier. Hannah walked into the tiny kitchenette and dropped the boxes onto the counter. I brought pizza. Best in town, if you ask me, she said. Millie sat down on the couch. She pulled a blanket up to her chin. 
Hannah realized there would be no dinner without a difficult conversation first. She tucked her hands in her pockets and walked over to Millie. Can I sit? she asked. Millie just shrugged again. Hannah sat down, careful to keep some distance. I'm sorry about last night, she said. It came out much easier than she had thought it would. Millie nodded slowly. It made Hannah feel more nervous. She scratched her head. She would have to do better than offer an apology, it seemed. It's hard for me to talk about Christine. I should have tried harder, though. It's just that she blinked and tried to find the right words to explain herself. I know, Millie said, out of the blue. Hannah tried to meet her gaze, but Millie was staring at the wall. No, what? Hannah asked cautiously. Millie sighed. Everything. Hannah rubbed her palms over her jeans. Oh, you talked to Christine. Yeah. They were both silent for a long time. Hannah tried to swallow down the sadness that was creeping up on her, but she wasn't being very successful at it. How is she? she asked, much to her own surprise. Millie looked up and finally met Hannah's eyes. Okay, I think, she said softly. She sucked on her lower lip for a moment. I think she misses you. Hannah averted her gaze, trying to hide the tears that were now stinging her eyes. She knew she had to open up if she wanted to make things work with Millie, though. So she made herself say something. Anything. She really hurt me. I know. And my mom. I know. Hannah quickly wiped her eyes dry. She was like a close aunt to me. Millie's hand covered Hannah's. Hannah was desperately trying to stay in control. There was a difference between opening up and completely letting go, after all. I wish you would have told me, Millie said. Hannah took in a deep breath. I couldn't. Why not? I never talk about it. Not even to mom. When I realized Christine was your coach, I didn't know how to tell you. You should have tried. Hannah shrugged. It shouldn't be your problem. I didn't want our history to make things messy for you. Millie snorted. Christine said the exact same thing. But things are messy anyway. Hannah entwined her fingers with Millie's and squeezed softly. Millie didn't squeeze back. 
Remember that coal guy? Millie asked out of the blue. Hannah's eyebrows shot up. Of course she remembered that sneaky little man. She just hadn't expected him to pop up in this conversation. Yeah, what about him? Millie was staring at the wall again. He saw us together. Hannah's shoulders dropped. Shit, I was afraid this would come back and blow up in our faces, she said with her eyes closed. That it did, Millie said, sounding unusually bitter. Hannah looked at her. Millie's cheeks were red now, as if she was getting upset or angry. What happened? Hannah asked, already afraid to hear the answer. Her gut told her this would not end well. He told Christine I am throwing my life away. Christine knows that douche? Really, she... Millie interrupted Hannah. Christine knows everyone at the Met. That's not the point, she said, her voice agitated. Hannah rubbed Millie's hand with her thumb. Millie tensed up. He can't do shit, Hannah said, trying to convince herself as much as she was trying to convince Millie. It's not illegal to be in a relationship with me, you know. Millie pulled back her hand. But it is bad for my reputation, Hannah winced. Because I'm a woman? That too, Millie said flatly. Because I'm your patron? Yes, and that, Millie said sarcastically. Hannah was growing more and more alarmed. But you knew all of this. You knew this when we got together, she said, frustrated. Millie's head snapped sideways. Her eyes were dark with anger. I didn't know it would go public. Hannah searched for Millie's hands. Millie pulled them away. But that's not my fault. Why are you angry at me about this? Millie got up. Hannah could feel the distance between them growing by the second. Her blood was pounding in her ears. I don't want people to remember me because I'm gay. I want them to remember me because of my work and my talent, Millie said bitterly. Hannah got to her feet as well. And that is what you are known for and always will be known for. No, it's not. Not if I come out. And certainly not if everyone knows I'm dating you, Millie said and walked towards the hallway. 
Hannah stood nailed to the ground. What? Millie raised her arms. I'll just be known as your girlfriend. People will say I got a role because of you. She opened the door dramatically. Hannah ran a shaky hand through her hair. You want me to go? She asked. It took everything she had not to scream in despair. Yes, please, Millie said quietly. I need time to think about this. Can't we just talk about it? Not now. I need some space. Hannah snorted. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I know what that means, she said and shook her head. Millie didn't reply and avoided Hannah's eyes. After a few long seconds, Hannah sighed, tucked her hands back in her pockets, and walked towards the door. She stared at her feet until the door closed behind her. This was part 39 of The Diva Story. We've got four more episodes to go, or just four more episodes to go. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for putting up with my flu voice. And I will see you next week. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theatre. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theatre today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.